Well, hey there. Welcome back for the second week of the Modern Real Estate Marketing Made Easy podcast. I'm so glad to have you come back for our second week. And if you're just joining us for the first time, make sure that you take the time to go back and check out episodes one and two from last week because they are chock full of delicious little takeaways for you, as well as the most important important foundational advice to help you succeed in all of your real estate marketing and branding. So you definitely want to go back and check those out if you haven't heard them already. But I'm super stoked that you are here right now because we're going to talk today about how you can get everyone out there to see the inherent value that you have to offer. So much of the time, People get interested in us or follow us for a long time, but then never actually convert. And a lot of the reasons behind that is that they don't understand exactly how they will benefit or the transformation they will experience from working with you or from your offer, right? So today we're going to talk about how you can get them to see your unique value. And I've got some great takeaways for you in today's episode too, which include how you can both find and connect the people that need you right now, how you can eliminate some of those obnoxious sales objections along the way. And then at the end, I've got a great little homework assignment for you that's going to help you to actually start converting all of that valuable traffic that you've been working so hard to collect. So buckle up, grab your pen and paper or a Google Doc to take some notes and let's dive in. I'm a real estate copywriter and content marketing strategist that is fed up with watching motivated real estate professionals lose their business just because they don't understand how to build a powerful brand that makes a real connection with people or market themselves in this modern tech-driven industry. As a lifelong entrepreneur, I know firsthand how overwhelming it can be to try to learn everything there is to know about branding, marketing, tech, and the rest, while also trying to run your business and take care of your clients the way they deserve. I started the Real Estate Marketing Made Easy podcast to cut through all the crap out there and break down the most innovative and cutting edge techniques that get the clients chasing after you so you can get back to business. So if you've got the motivation to make other people's dreams come true in real estate, I've got the tools to help you do it. And I'm serving them up in every episode of the Modern Real Estate Marketing Made Easy podcast. So get ready to take some notes and let's get to work, my friend. I don't know about you, but I do know from my five years in running my own business in which I help a variety of real estate professionals with their marketing and branding, I do know that one of the most common and one of the biggest issues that real estate professionals face is getting people to understand why they need them in the first place, right? Like, Property managers are constantly trying to educate real estate investors on why it's so important to hire a property manager and what the value is in there. Uh, Certainly, we know that real estate agents have a really, really hard time with getting people to understand 
why it's so important to hire an agent to buy or sell. Um, and, and same with coaches and really just any type of professional in the real estate space. If you're a lender, there's not so much of the issue of getting people to understand why they need you, but rather why they should hire you over someone else. Now, I know a lot of you just lit up at that one because one of the hardest things that people experience as an entrepreneur in the real estate industry is cutting through all that noise out there and getting to your ideal client in a place where they already, you know, hang out online, but then getting them to understand not just why they need you, but rather why should they hire you as opposed to your competitors, right? And we see this time and time and time again in Facebook groups and various boards where people are complaining that even their friends and family, people that know, like, and trust them are going out and hiring their competitors. So we have to get down to the root of why is it that people are hiring our competitors over us, especially if maybe they've been following us for a while online, you know, they've been in our email list or whatever the reason is, why are they choosing to hire someone else over us? The reason is you have failed to communicate what is different about you, what is your unique value, and really what is the inherent value of hiring you in the first place. There's something has gone wrong to where they are not understanding the true benefit that they will experience or the transformation that they will experience. And all of that goes way back to episode one, all the way back <laughs> you know, to where we were talking about the importance of clearly defining your ideal client and not just defining who they are, but what makes them tick, right? That's why we made that list of all of the pain points and fears and problems and goals as well of your ideal client. So again, if you haven't listened to episode number one, make sure that you do that because it's going to not only make a lot of sense in today's episode, but it's going to help you to apply everything in a much more simplistic way and wrap your head around everything we're talking about today. So it's really, really important. And that's why I said at the top of the episode that it's a big part of your foundation really in, in your entire business because it is, right? So the first thing that we need to do in order to get people to understand what our unique value is in our business is that we need to stop selling our services and start selling the problems we solve, right? So for me, for example, I do not go out and constantly barrage people with the fact that I sell real estate content and copywriting and content marketing services or anything like that. No, 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 no. What I do is I hit the problems and the pain points of my ideal clients on the head and then give them guidance that leads them through a transformation or solves the problems that they're experiencing, right? And you need to begin doing the exact same thing. 
So that's why it was, again, so important that we have that nice, well-rounded list of the problems, fears, and pain points that our ideal clients are experiencing because we need to be addressing those more specifically rather than just the fact that, hey, you know, I'm a real estate agent. You should hire me for X, Y, or Z, or hey, I am a real estate coach. You should hire me for X, Y, and Z. We need to stop selling the services so much because people understand, hey, oh, okay, they're a real estate agent. They get hired when people want to buy or sell a house. People are smart. They get what it is that you do. What they don't understand is why it is so beneficial to them or how their life could change as a result of working with you. Okay. So this is why you grabbed that pen and paper or the Google doc or whatever it is that you're taking notes. Cause we're going to start in right now. This is, this show is all about taking action, right? It's about doing. So let's get something done right here and right now. So if you need to hit the pause button while you grab something to take some notes, cause we're going to dive in right at the top of the episode. Okay. I want you to start by making a list again of the problems that you solve. Now this list might be a little bit different. In fact, it probably really should be different from the list that you made about your real estate niche. Because if you remember correctly, I told you that that list should be about who your ideal client is as a human, right? So I told you to take real estate out of it as much as you could and put yourself in their shoes and brainstorm a list of the fears and pain points that those people are experiencing as humans. But now we're going to dial back into the real estate side of things. And I want you to make this list all about the problems that you solve. Okay. So let's say that you are a, uh, you're a real estate, you're a property manager. So some of the problems that you might solve are collecting rent on time every month in a seamless automated way, or it might be marketing the units, uh, to get them filled and keep them filled at max occupancy on a more consistent basis. Right? So I want you to pause here and start brainstorming a list and you should be able to come up with at least 10, at least 10 problems that you solve for your ideal clients. Okay. Now, once you've made that list, I want you to draw a line or if you used the whole sheet of paper or the doc or whatever, that's fine because this can be two columns or it can be two totally separate lists. That's fine. But now what I want you to do is for every single problem that you said that you solve, I want you to list a corresponding service that solves that problem. So we're going real micro here, right? Um, you can't just say, for example, like, Hey, uh, you know, I'm a real estate agent that focuses on, uh, let's say first time home buyers, right? You can't just say, uh, first time home buyers don't know 
they have the problem of finding a house that they can afford. I'm not asking you to right next to it, say, you know, in your service offering is finding a house they can afford. I want you to get really specific about something unique that you do based off your traits and your strengths and your talents. What is something unique that you can do in your business in terms of a specific service that addresses the problems that you've already listed? Okay, so that is step number two that we're going to do today. Now, you may be saying, okay, Sarah, but I was really struggling to begin with, with the whole list from last week. So I really have no idea what the pain points are of my ideal client or the, the real estate related problems they have. I've got a fun little hack for you. This is, this is something that I do on a regular basis to come up with uh, valuable content for my clients and for my audience. Just head over to your social media. Um, Facebook groups are a really great place to do this. Uh, if you don't have your own, you can certainly pop into one that's uh, already populated and really active that surrounds around like the, the services that you offer. So for example, if you say are a uh, real estate property manager, you might head into a Facebook group that's for investors. And I do not want you to mention at all what service you sell or anything like that, um, unless you want to be very general and just say what you do. But this is not about you selling your business. This is about collecting data. I simply want you to go in and run a poll for people asking them, what are the biggest challenges or problems that they're facing right now as it pertains to your business? So if it is, if you are a property manager, certainly go in and ask the investors and landlords, like what are the biggest issues that they are dealing with right now as landlords and property owners? Um, if you are a first time home buyer, as agent, uh, certainly go ask the world and you don't even have to do it in groups. You could just do it from your own profile too. Sometimes we get a better response that way. This is not about selling the business right now. All we're doing is collecting information to help us understand what are the problems that my ideal clients are facing right now, because I want to be able to help them. Right. I just don't understand what it is that they need help with most right now. And it's okay to admit that there's nothing wrong with that. This is a journey. It's a process, no big deal. So if you're struggling with that list, then reach out on social or maybe even if you know people that fit into your niche, whether they be friends, family, colleagues, anything like that, uh, why not pick up the phone or shoot them an email and ask them like, what is it that you're going through right now? What are you experiencing? What are your biggest hurdles that kind of act like roadblocks for you? And then make that content, you know, part of your list that can serve as your inspiration. And from there, you can start to brainstorm those very specific services that I just mentioned to you um, that correspond with the problems. Now, if you don't already have a list of services that you incorporate in your marketing on your website and in your print materials and everything like that, if you hadn't really thought about this before, this is a super, super, super helpful exercise because even when you're having casual conversations with people, understanding the inherent and most common problems that your clients face 
And the solution that you offer is going to be huge in helping you to convert more referral partners and more clients just in day-to-day conversation. Again, this is not about selling what you do as much as it is about selling the problems that you solve and the transformations that you generate for your ideal clients. Okay. So that's enough of that. Let's move on to step number two, in which we identify really who have we been speaking to? Because one of the biggest reasons that you might be experiencing objections in your sales process is you're talking to all the wrong people. If you haven't taken the time to really narrow down your niche and identify that ideal client, you know, who are they? What do they want in life? What makes them tick? What keeps them up at night? Then odds are you've been speaking to a much too generalized audience with much too generalized messaging. Okay. So again, this is about creating a tribe of a very loyal audience that gets to know us understand us, respect and revere us on autopilot through the content that we're creating and sharing with the world, right? This is about having our digital marketing materials work for us 24 seven, 365 forever ongoing so that you can enjoy more of your life outside of work, right? So I want you to practice a little moment of self-reflection and self-awareness here and ask yourself like, Have I just been going on my Facebook page and just telling people, hey, if you know someone that wants to buy or sell a house, you know me. That is way, 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 way too broad. Way too broad. Okay? I want you to remember that the more narrow you can be in in your niche, the more head on you can hit people between the eyes with your messaging. That's why we want to address such specific problems and pain points with the solutions, okay? So if you feel as though time and time and time again, when you've been trying to close sales with people or putting out marketing materials, uh, you know, on social media or elsewhere, just to the sound of pure crickets, more than likely what's happening is that you're going to an audience that's way too broad um, and you're, you're talking in way too broad of a messaging. So again, you need to get more and more specific. The more specific you can be, the more successful you will be. That is a promise. And that's why in all of the content that I create, I hand pick very specific problems that you guys are facing. And then I offer up a solution, a transformation that you can experience to where you're going to walk away and go, wow, that was so valuable. I'm so grateful. That just saved me a ton of time and energy and research and this and that and the other so that you get to know, like, and trust me as well. I'm not offering you solutions that I don't use in my business as well. Basically, all I'm doing is giving you guys the blueprint of the business that I've created where I don't have to go out and market myself like crazy. All my clients come to me 
credit card in hand. And I want the same thing for you, for your business. So if you feel as though you're having a really hard time getting through to people and getting them to engage with you and respond and all of that, then more often than not, it's because your messaging is way too broad and so is your audience. Now, the third problem that you might be facing in getting people to hire you is, again, that you're not really communicating your unique value. What is it that makes you so different from your competition? Now, again, having that niche is a really, really great way to help us kind of identify what is special about us, what is different, because most of you are facing some level of competition. If you're a real estate agent, you're overwhelmed with competition because anyone with a real estate license essentially can be your competition, right? But they don't have to be. If you can get people to understand, hey, I specialize in, say, empty nesters that are downsizing. That gets every empty nester that's downsizing in your in your local area to understand, hey, this person gets me and they're going to know exactly what I'm going through. Therefore, they're going to know exactly what needs to happen to get me to the other side of the rainbow, right? So that gets them to eliminate all these other real estate agents from the potential you know, from potentially hiring them and get them to see that you are the best possible solution because you address the specific problems that they're experiencing. So I I need you to take some time and begin to understand that even if you are in a business where there seems to be overwhelming competition, it really doesn't have to be that way because your niche sort of eliminates the majority of the competition as it is. But let's say you are, you know, somebody that has a niche that other people are locally targeting as well. That's still okay. It's okay to have a small number of competitors and here's why. There's something about them that is different from something about you. That's why it's so important that you understand what makes you uniquely you. Are you perhaps an incredibly patient person or someone that has always been really, really awesome at coming up with creative solutions to problems and and practicing critical thinking in the moment, on the go, on the fly. It's important that you understand what your unique traits are because that can become the new differentiator in you from your competition. So I want you to, again, if you haven't already, take some time. Let's make another list. If you haven't done this from episode one about what are the traits and qualities that you have that make you uniquely you? What are your strengths? Because we can dial down on those even further in our messaging and communicate to our audience how these given traits make us better at solving the problems that your ideal clients face than anyone else possibly could. 
we always want to communicate these differentiators and make them very, very clear and concise. But you can't be clear and concise in your messaging about what makes you uniquely valuable unless you understand that yourself. So that's why I think it's so important that you make these lists and not just think about it in your head, because a lot of times just looking at them on a piece of paper can really help to draw out everything for us. I want you to be able to draw a visual and really like physical bridge between who you are, what your strengths are, what you have to offer as a person and a professional, and why that is so important and so valuable to your ideal client in achieving their goals or the transformations and solving these pain points and problems that they have. When Once you can communicate all of this, then it's going to be so much easier for you to combat objections, for you to go out and find the people that are looking for you already, because there might be people, you have no idea how many people are probably in your neck of the woods that are desperate for your help right now. The only reason that they haven't already found or hired you is that you haven't yet communicated in your messaging who you are, what you have to offer, why that's different, and how that's going to make such a huge difference for them. So it, you know, we we say this, and it's not necessarily the nicest thing to say, but when we say, you know, people are sheep, they just want to be led, it's the truth. People have a hard time sometimes identifying the real core of the problem that they're experiencing and therefore identifying what the proper solution will be. So if you can be that hand to hold that says, hey, (laughs) if you are experiencing X, Y, and Z, then I have the solution for you. Here it is. And here's how I'm going to achieve this transformation for you. And in a given timeline, that is going to set off huge alarm bells in these people's heads and get them to see that you are the solution to the problems. And that's why they really need to hire you, not just because you're another person with a real estate license or another person that claims to be an investing guru or, or whatever area of real estate that you specialize in. This is what's going to set off that light bulb for them and get them to see why it's you that they need in their lives, why you are the answer. Okay. So let's just take a moment to review what we've discussed here today. At the top of the show, we talked about how the majority of real estate professionals that are service-based really, really struggle to overcome the common objections to grow an audience of people that actually care about what they have to say and then convert them uh, one way or another into some type of client or maybe you're doing affiliate marketing and you're having a hard time converting that way. So we discussed how the number one reason behind that problem is that so many of you are focusing on trying to sell yourselves and your services rather than the problems that you solve really, really big difference there. And we then moved on to talk about how sometimes you might be doing a better job with the messaging and talking about the very specific 
uh, services you offer and why they are a problem solver, but you might be talking to the wrong people or perhaps too broad of an audience. And often we need to take a step back and look back at our ideal client profile and remember that these are very specific people with specific pain points and specific goals. And they are the ones that we need to be spending our time focusing on. Or if you do already have a tribe of the right people, perhaps you just need to tweak the messaging to get more specific in explaining you know, who you are, what you have to offer, and why that's important. What is the transformation that they're going to experience as a result from hiring you? And then we talked about how competition can be certainly really fierce out there, but Certainly, just by choosing a niche, we eliminate the majority of the competition in our portion of the industry. And then by doubling down on our strengths and talents and even, you know, our more positive traits, how we can differentiate ourselves even further from the micro competition that might exist in our market. So we've come to the point of the show where it's time for you to do that homework. Now, if you weren't able to do it earlier when I prompted you to pause the episode, maybe you're driving or showering or something, I totally get it. That's how most of us listen to our podcasts. I know that's how I do it. (laughs) So for today's homework, what I want you to do is sit down and make those lists that we talked about. Um, Ideally, maybe you can separate it into three columns so that you can start to draw those lines in between your bullet points, which, you know, I refer to as bridges, but you can call it whatever you want. So in one column, we're going to have your unique talents and traits that someone, um, that one of your ideal clients might find particularly valuable in the problems that they're looking to solve. We're going to make a list of those unique problems, pain points, fears, and goals that our ideal client is experiencing in a second one. And then in our third column, we are going to make a list of the very specific services that we offer that directly address those problems, pain points, goals, and fears of our ideal client. And from there, we're going to be able to craft much more powerful on-brand messaging. So I want you to make that list for me. And then I actually want to check it out, guys. I'm here to help you. And if you're hitting some roadblocks along the way, or you're not feeling like maybe you're doing it right, you're not sure, whatever, that's what I'm here for. Okay. So do the best you can and then uh, take a picture of it. Or if it's a digital file, like in a Google doc or something, I want you to email it to me and let's talk about it. Let me help you take those next steps, whatever they might be, wherever you are in the process. If you're struggling or if this set off such a light bulb that you feel like you totally crushed it, uh, that's super exciting too. So zip it over to me in an email. Um, It's sarah at bestrealestatewriter.com. And let's keep going with this conversation and get you to the next steps. Okay. So that's all for our episode today. And I can't wait for our episode tomorrow and even what I've got planned for you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in guys. Even though we don't know each other that well, I do know that one thing you and I share is our burning passion and desire to help people. 
So I hope you'll help me continue to spread these messages tools and information that help to lift the veil on how complex or tricky it is to build a powerful real estate brand or market ourselves by leaving a five-star review of today's episode. And hey, if you know someone that could benefit from today's message, I hope you'll share it with them too. I hope that today is a wonderful day for you, but even if it's not, remember, you did do something right by tuning in and being a responsible business owner that shows up. And cheers to you for that.